Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Geek Therapy Radio. I feel this in the wild stallions. Let's rock! When your wife suggested couples therapy, do you think that this is what they had in mind? Definitely. I mean, we're a couple of couples, right? Bill, Ted, enough of the delusions. You didn't time travel, and you didn't go to heaven and hell. Here's a real idea for you. Be role models to your daughters. Get real jobs. We've spent our whole life trying to unite the world. And I'm tired, dude. Ted, we have a destiny to fulfill. Whoa! Whoa. Greetings, my excellent friend. We have a problem. Step forward. A song created by Preston Logan. Performed tonight. We'll save reality as we know it. Oh! Dude, we better write that song now. Or why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? And take it from ourselves! Except, won't that be stealing? Cheers! <laughs> How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. Dude, our dads are totally in trouble. Yeah! Yeah! We should help them out. Yeah! No way! How's it going, Bill and Ted? We're putting together a most extraordinary band. Hey, you want to be in our band? Oh. <laughs> oh, this is so fantastic. We're going to go talk to Death. Is he playing hopscotch by himself? Dude, he's cheating. Hey, Death. Life it isn't the wild stallions. Let's rock! Excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. Yeah! Billy! Dance! How you doing? Well, you know, we're dead and we're in hell. But how you doing? We're good! good. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Geek Therapy Radio podcast. This may be a slightly more abbreviated than usual podcast, but it's going to be my... I don't want to say guaranteed, but I think I keep thinking that 20 minutes is about that magic uh, average, even though I've been going way longer <laughs> usually on these podcasts, but this one's going to be at least 20 minutes. So, since I know it's going to be short, things are getting busy. I try to get these in when I can. I want to talk about Bill and Ted. I don't think I've commented much uh, on here about the upcoming Bill and Ted Face the Music uh, movie that's coming out in September 1st. It says September 1st in theaters. A big part of me, uh, a big part of me doesn't think that we are going to see many theater goers for Bill and Ted Face the Music because of current global issues, I will just say. 
but I, I think that it's going to be a digital release. It's, I think it's definitely going to come out, of course, this fall. But uh, as far as how what ticket sales are in the theaters, a big part of me is thinking that's not going to pan out so well. It may go straight to digital or be massively available in digital release, but we'll see. Regardless of that, that's not really what I wanted to comment on. The reason why I haven't brought it up sooner on Geek Therapy Radio, to be honest, is that I'm afraid of it. It, It's on the surface. On the surface, it seems fun that they are. I take that back. Even I'm not. see, See, that's the thing. I'm not sure how to approach this. I am not sure how to approach Bill and Ted bring back the music or what is it? Face face the music. I have stated a few times on Geek Therapy Radio, this will kind of help you wrap your, you know, get around how my mind operates on this. I am terrified that they will do a remake of Back to the Future. Remakes aren't necessarily, or sequels, aren't necessarily required. Just because Bill and Ted 1 and 2 exist, or previous Bill and Ted movies exist, doesn't, do we need a Bill and Ted movie in 2020? Really, Keanu Reeves, one of his, the popular things about him is one of his traits that he's well known for is that he seems not to age. But you know what? Forgive me. Maybe it's just me and I might be raked over the coals for this. He looks his age in Bill and Ted face the music. He looks all of his years. He does not look like a young teenager like he looked like or 20 year old that he looked like in the first Bill and Ted movies it's definitely not high school but then again that could go towards the whole theme of the movie you know Bill and Ted have daughters now and their kids are heavily involved in this in this movie and it's just I don't know it just seems like a weak plot but I can't hold that against Bill and Ted because the first movies were weak plots. They're silly movies. There, there's not much meat on the bones of Bill and of the Bill and Ted movies from from the '90s. They are they are very fun movies. They are very very fun to go back and watch. But there's no need for it. it's it's obvious that this is a a money grab as any you can you can say any movie is a money grab really but these old franchises that they resurrect after 20 30 maybe even 40 years or more of hibernation it's it's obvious what's going on here and i think mostly i feel good for uh what is his name bill not bill winters Alex Winter, sorry, Alex Winter, he played Bill. Ted, of course, is played by Keanu Reeves, but Alex Winter, who played Bill. Not to say, I'm not saying that he's suffering, he's actually quite a prolific producer and director and writer. He's had a career since Bill and Ted. He's not had a Keanu Reeves career, I would not imagine, but he's not starving. Done well for himself. So I feel good that he's back on the big screen in a major theater release. That's fun for him. But as far as the rest of it, I just, I I don't know what to say about it. I hope that I'm happily, that I'm pleasantly surprised by it. That when I see it, 
that it, it's actually a fun movie that I don't hate. I am just so fearful. And perhaps, I just thought of this, perhaps what it is, per, perhaps why I'm so apprehensive about remakes and, and sequels 20 years after the fact is the last Dumb and Dumber movie with Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey. That is by far the worst movie I have ever seen. If I was in a movie theater, I would have walked out probably within the first 15 to 20 minutes and and demanded my money back. Now, I loved Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, the original Dumb and Dumber, is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's one of those movies that you rewatch and rewatch and rewatch, and it just gets funnier and funnier and funnier, and you just notice more and more funny things every single time you've watched it. I've seen Dumb and Dumber probably hundreds of times. No joke, no kidding. I've seen Dumb and Dumber, the original, at least 100 times, if not 150 times, if not maybe 200 times. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. The most recent Dumb and Dumber, when they went back to Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey, like I said, is the worst thing I have ever seen come out of Hollywood. It is so much worse than Dude, Where's My Car? Dude, Where's My Car? Is I, I know a lot of people love Dude, Where's My Car? And I was a I think I was a teenager when it came out. And it should have been a movie that I thought was really funny, you know, at that time and that age, especially since I love Dumb and Dumber and really silly, stupid kind of movies. Dude, where's my car? I couldn't. I was with somebody. I forget what friend I was with when I watched it. But like I had this pit in my stomach. These jokes they were telling and what I was seeing on the screen was so mercilessly unfunny. And so I think I felt insulted. Now, we can argue, and this is, would be a good kind of podcast to have a, a friend on to argue back and forth about this, but I do realize that I'm saying Dumb and Dumber is one of my favorite movies of all time, and you might be thinking, Dumb and Dumber, that they're, one of the biggest jokes in that movie is the diarrhea joke, when Jeff Daniels' character has massive diarrhea at Mary's house. <laughs> Oh, so if you like stuff like that, why why would Dude, Where's My Car be so terrible? Why would you think that's the worst movie that you've seen until the sequel of Dumb and Dumber, the you know actual sequel of Dumb and Dumber? Why would you think that that movie's terrible, but you obviously you love stupid humor because of Dumb and Dumber? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I'm reseating myself. I'm getting comfortable in my chair here. I want to explain. Here's my argument about why I could absolutely live, love, and breathe a movie like Dumb and Dumber and despise its sequel and despise movies like Dude, Where's My Car? The big W. Writing. Writing, writing, writing. It's one thing to have a gigantic diarrhea sequence (laughs) in Dumb and Dumber because if you'll remember... That joke had been, was being set up maybe 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 15 minutes beforehand. It was a big setup to that joke. It was a constant big arcing setup to the big payoff of him going into this mansion and just destroying the toilet at Mary Swanson's house. (laughs) What are you doing in there? Just brushing my teeth. There was such a long setup to the joke that the that the diarrhea 
part of it was just just the best payoff. It was it worked so well and it was prolonged and it was a payoff to a joke that had been set up many, many scenes earlier versus when you watch movies that throw farts in there and stupid. And I love farts. Ask my wife. I have an I'm probably an unhealthy obsession with fart humor, but it has to be as far as movies are concerned. And I'm going to get a lot of crap from this from my wife. As far as I'm concerned in a movie. Just putting a fart in a movie is is so repulsive to my humor. It's so insulting. Oh, audiences are going to laugh because we're going to put a fart here. There's no build up to the fart. There's no writing involved in in writing that fart into the movie. There's that fart isn't a payoff. The joke, a fart joke has to be or a diarrhea joke or a poop joke or any sort of potty humor has to be a payoff to a buildup. It has to be written in there well for it to be funny. And if they do it right, it's hilarious. But just adding a diarrhea scene or a fart into a movie for no reason is so unbelievably insulting to the audience, I think. It's such a cheap, low grab. I hated in the sequel to Dumb and Dumber, with the, the newest sequel to Dumb and Dumber with Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey, when, uh, oh my gosh, I can't even, I, how do I describe this to you in a PG type of way? You know the scene where they're with the old lady and there's that poof of dust that comes out of her. And it's like, that's not, there was no buildup to that joke. That is just shock humor. It's just shock humor. And there's there was no buildup to it. If there had been some sort of well-written part of the story, I guess, it would maybe it would it would have been I don't know how funny I would have thought it was, but I would not have just been insulted by it. Does that make sense? Just putting something in there that's gross and disgusting and graphic with absolutely no buildup. It's not the payoff to any sort of joke. It's not the payoff to any sort of writing. It's just put in there to shock you. And because it's shocking, it's funny. I hate that type of humor. I absolutely despise with every fiber of my being that type of humor. I despise when they just put a fart sound in a movie because it's cheap and maybe three people will laugh at it. I hate that. I adore when they put a fart in the movie when there's 10 minutes of buildup to it when it's a big payoff for an ongoing long uh, joke well-written joke when it's part of the actual plot of the movie the, the diarrhea scene in dumb and dumber was part of the entire plot like it was part of the movie and it was so well written into the movie it was just perfect and someone's gonna interrupt me right now so hold on a second Putting a fart in the movie for the sake of putting a fart in a movie is not funny. So I go back to it. I go back to my main my main point here as to how you know how a fart can work in a movie, how a big giant diarrhea scene can work in a movie, and then where where it's just stupid. How in Dumb and Dumber I can I can convulse laughing. I can go into convulsions laughing at a diarrhea scene. Versus if you just put the same type of potty humor scene in any other movie without any buildup or or, or uh, clever writing around it. It's just like, this is so stupid. I, 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 I'd pretty much walk out of that movie. The reason is writing. It has to be a well-written movie. And for me, I can only speak personally. 
the writing has to be good and I can watch anything with good writing. Absolutely anything with good writing. I, For instance, I don't have to explain to you anymore how much I love and adore Dumb and Dumber with its infamous diarrhea scene. I love that movie. I love that scene. Do you know what I also really, really enjoyed? So much enjoyed that I would make tea before I watched it with my wife. I loved Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey and Dumb and Dumber are polar opposite realms of of entertainment. But do you know why I love both of them? Because the writing was superb. It told the story superbly. And no doubt Abby didn't have any big potty humor fart scenes. It didn't need it. It was well written. Dumb and Dumber obviously had poopy scenes and fart scenes and bathroom humor, but it was also incredibly well written. So I'll start wrapping uh, wrapping it up with this. I will watch anything and love anything that is well-written, whether it's a well-written comedy, a well-written horror movie, or just a horror genre, uh, a well-written drama, any genre of filmmaking or TV shows or anything like that, just as long as it's well-written, just as long as it's clever. And I know it sounds weird to say you can have a clever diarrhea joke, but you really can. You really can, as long as it's clever. So my deathly fear, because Hollywood has let us down so many times, so many times with these sequels and remakes, is that Bill and Ted Face the Music is going to be so unmercifully unclever and terribly written. That's my fear. That's my fear, is that it's not going to be enjoyable. It's not going to be clever. You're going to see plot points coming from a mile away. That it's going to be apparent that it's just a money grab. I can't wait to see what reviews. I will give a geek review. I will do my famous stick-up-the-butt review and geek review. They're two different ways of coming at a movie. For instance, Jurassic Park World. Uh, or Jurassic World, whatever the last Jurassic Park movie was. Geek score, I gave it like an A- minus or a B plus or something like that. Stick up the butt scores like a C-. minus. <laughs> so there are two different scores. I'll give it a stick up the butt score and a geek score to Bill and Ted Face the Music. I am not expecting much. And I think for new movies, that is the exact place you want to be. Not expecting much. That way you are not let down when Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan produce one of the crappiest movies of all year. I'm not saying it's going to be the crappiest movie of all year. I haven't seen every movie that comes out. But I'm just saying my expectations for Bill and Ted's Face the Music is so low that I hope I'm not disappointed by having absolutely zero or having such low expectations. And I I just fear with every fiber of my being, loving the original Bill and Ted's, that this new one is going to be a disappointment on all levels. That's my fear. That's where I'm going into it with. Because the only way forward from there is up. (laughs) If there's one funny part in that movie, if there's one enjoyable part in that movie, I'll be like, well, it wasn't a total waste. F plus as opposed to F minus. Maybe it'll be even better than that. I don't know. I'm just scared that I'm going to be more disappointed than I previously thought with the new Bill and Ted movie. But I am hoping that I am not. I'm excited to see it. 
a bit, just out of curiosity's sake, but I'm expecting to be disappointed. And that's my take on my apprehensiveness of the new Bill and Ted movie. Thank you for listening to the Geek Therapy Radio podcast. You are worthy of love, both giving and receiving love, and you are also worthy of your own self-confidence. Embrace your inner geek, share your inner geek with others, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.